Hi everyone, welcome to The Spirit Room. I'm Melissa White and I'm here today with a really lovely guest. Her name is Allison Voth and this is the second time that she's been on the show and Allison is the Queen Bee of Honey Heart Co. and The Heart's Journey. She founded her company in 2020, I'm thinking, um, after spending years overcoming grief and heartbreak by empowering herself to trust her intuition. She's a certified heart math building personal resilience mentor who teaches about the science and power of the heart to small groups, both publicly and privately. Her nonprofit initiative, Project Angel, sponsors a community memorial beehive to honor our loved ones who have passed. And her passion is cultivating authentic heart-to-heart connections in the community and beyond to inspire to lead their life truly from their heart. So welcome, Allison. Thank you so much, Melissa. It's my pleasure. Now, did I have that right? It's 2020 that you started your company? Yes, yes. Actually, I registered my business right before the pandemic hit. And I had no clue, uh, you know, the challenges that would lay ahead with um, intentions to produce events and retreats during um, this pandemic. So it's been two years, but I'm growing and it's beautiful. It's been wonderful to just hold on to that vision and not give up. Beautiful. Amazing. And so tell us, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to lately? Like how, how have you been doing and what have you, what uh, projects have you been working on? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, it's been pretty busy actually, uh, gaining momentum with events and hosting events as well, not only producing them myself, but also hosting them for other clients and uh, business collaborations. And actually we had an amazing retreat back in October, 2021, uh, Melissa was you were you were one of my guests at the heart healing retreat in White Rock, and we had um, such an amazing connection with people, like authentic connections. And so I've been just building on the vision with ideas for different events to bring in different modalities to people to help them through any challenges that they're facing, whether it's you know, grief and loss, or they need that little bit of healing energy, or they want to tap into their intuition and develop their gifts. um, And really just make connection again with the community and with people at large. So, so during all this time of more restrictions and challenges, I've really just been focusing on connection. And so I have another retreat that's coming up March 6th. Uh, called the goddess retreat so I'm super excited about that and that's keeping me busy Um, as well as I am redeveloping my heart math coaching program or mentoring program um, to call to be called leading with heart and it's going to be open for small groups so I'm really working on redesigning that format to make it more intimate and more Um, supportive in the long term, rather than just taking a course, you take the course, and then you go away. I want it to be long term sustainable for people that are, um, you know, taking the inward journey and learning more about the power of their heart. So 
So that's what I'm working on in the background. And then in the foreground, of course, is the fun stuff, getting to go to the retreats that that I'm creating and be with amazing people like you at them as well. So so that's that's really keeping me busy. <laughs> I bet. I bet there's so so much that goes into the production of the events that you're hosting. And I would say for the heart healing retreat that um, you offered in October, that you could tell because like all of the details that were um, taken care of, all of the little touches, it was so, it was so beautiful. And I know that, um, you know, there was so much love in that room. And so it's pretty amazing to see those events come to life. And I enjoyed it because I was able to just come and do my thing. And I wasn't um, in charge of everything. Yeah. (laughs) So for me, that was a real treat. Like I actually was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Because um, yeah, that's been my sort of my first experience with not having, you know, not having all of the details uh, on me, you know, was really, really nice. And so yeah, it was, it was really fun. And it was full, you know, we had a full um, group and it, it worked, it worked well. Um, so I'm, I'm really, yeah, I'm really thankful for that opportunity. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, definitely. We had a sold out event and it was uh, really surprising. We sold out two weeks before the event started. So, um, there was a lot of great energy and I, I really tuned into months prior to that event. Actually, I tuned into the energy and I, just felt like we needed a healing retreat or like the collective, I want to say we, like it was just me thinking about it, but I really felt like there needed to be a, some sort of a healing, um, healing workshop. And, and I think that's why people were really drawn to it. And so, you know, um, also what people don't know, Melissa, is that you're also going to be at the goddess retreat. So um, the cool thing is at the heart healing retreat, you were tapping in more into helping people develop their psychic gifts. Um, and the goddess retreat is leaning a little bit more towards the intuitive development, which is also, do, would you call intuitive development the same as psychic development different? Oh, yeah. So I would say they're, they're kind of interchangeable. But um, at the heart healing, a lot of the focus was um, working with or getting to know their spirit guides and their um, unseen helpers and ways that they can sort of foster that relationship. Mm. And then we did look at some uh, psychic tools as well, but the for the goddess retreat, I really want to focus on the intuitive part, and it, it is psychic faculties as well. But um, looking at ways that they can trust, like learn to trust their own knowing, their own intuition, and we're we're gonna do some things that are gonna be um, exercises that will show them um, just how you know, how strong their intuition actually is already. Mm. And then it'll kind of push people to try different, different methods, you know, different things. So it'll, it'll be a lot of fun, I think for people, but the whole idea with the goddess retreat is that empowerment, you know, because when, when, when we step into 
our power and we look at how we can, you know, harness that energy. It's really about, you know, if you can trust yourself, then that I think is, that's a huge part of that empowerment. I know. And it's so beautiful. And, you know, that's exactly why I created the heart's journey retreats. Um, Cause you touched on in the beginning a little bit in my bio that I did spend years actually, um, working on overcoming grief and loss. Um, I lost my father in 2015 on his birthday to a sudden death. And that actually sparked my whole kind of soul searching healing journey and awakening. And um, I found myself in a position where I was actually starting to receive um, development gifts and and then uh, I was lucky to reconnect with you and you were my mentor for six months last year, which was really helpful in learning to trust my own, my own gifts. And I developed the heart's journey, had the idea for it in 2020, but you know, it wasn't until I really was able to put everything I learned after years and years of doing different modalities to learn to heal and reconnect with myself and develop my potential that um, I was able to put one foot in front of the other and allow others to take their heart's journey, whether it's a soul searching journey, a healing journey, a development journey, an empowerment journey to come together and let's do this together that you don't have to do it alone. And that's really my passion is, is bringing people together to trust exactly, to trust their heart, to lead, to listen to it and to know, you know, in their heart with an intuition is a huge part of that. It actually comes from the heart, not the mind. So, um, you know, that's exactly why I call it the heart's journey and created it for people to, to walk the path together for whatever their reason is that we show up and we support one another and help one another through this journey. I love it. It's beautiful. And there is something really special that happens when you bring people together in that way, you know, in, yeah. in a group because the energy is, is amplified and you can see, you know, lots of times I notice a difference when people walk in to event like an event like that and what they bring, you know, sometimes they're carrying so much grief and so much um, strain, stress, worry. And then at, by the end of the end of the day, you or end of the event, even if it's, you know, over a weekend or something, you can actually see something different in their energy and something even different on their face. Mm. Like, you there's a change that happens so it's pretty phenomenal to see that yeah you know what actually that reminds me of a retreat that I went to when I was on my this is just a personal story here um mm -hmm. when I was on my heart's journey to heal um I was not only dealing with grief but heartbreak from a relationship breakdown and I went to swim with wild dolphins in the Bahamas and it was a huge step outside of my comfort zone to travel so far by myself. Um, and they took a picture at the beginning of the week 
of your face, just uh, standing against the wall. And then at the end of the retreat, they took another picture and you could mm-hmm. see the difference. Like it's just so- a whole difference in the amount of light coming through your, your aura. You know, it's um, yeah, it really helps awaken, you know, that um, I would say that inner childlike essence when you're doing something and you're learning and connecting with people and um, kind of expanding beyond any pain you might be feeling or sadness or grief. And it really helps us feel reconnected to our true source inside of us. Yeah, it does. And I think it's, it's awesome that you've invested in yourself in that way. Because a lot of times I find there is people sometimes hesitate or there's a fear around, like you said, either taking that leap of faith and, you know, if it involves that travel or sometimes if it's an event, they might feel drawn to it. But then if they don't know anybody that's going or if they're feeling like, oh, is this something that I'm. Like, am I going to go and I have to, you do, you kind of feel vulnerable, I think sometimes to, to come to something that you don't know exactly what's going to happen, um, or how you're going to feel. And so I think sometimes people can hesitate, but I think it's amazing that you've basically trusted, you know, you've listened to that intuitive nudge and made it happen for yourself. (laughs) It's funny you say that I laugh because it was really hard. (laughs) It was really hard, just like you said, and for anyone who may be hesitant, and they're interested in, you know, these types of things, um, you know, it does take that first step is big to go out of your comfort zone and not know anyone. And that's exactly how I felt. And I felt the awkwardness. And then I would usually sit down and kind of energetically gravitate towards certain people. And I would make a move to say hello. And then literally every retreat that I went on when I was on my own personal journey and I went to an, a, lo- a number of big retreats and mm-hmm. where I had to travel as well to get to them. And I have met friends from all over the world and we became fast friends. And I think when you, when you start to take the initiative to invest in yourself, to grow and do these things, that um, soul family really is who you become connected with. Um, and you can set that intention too. You know, when you, when you book or book your trip or pay for a ticket, you set your intention of what you want to get out of that day or if you want to connect with soul family and stuff. But it's really just, it opened up my world to such a degree that I couldn't have imagined. And I'm forever grateful for doing that. Um, my my previous self, my past self, and my new self is just yeah. It's it's been a journey, and I'm just so honored to hold space for other people, t- so we can continue to evolve and grow together. Amazing. Yeah. I I noticed that for myself too. You know, there's been many many times that over the years that I've gone and done these things and especially the very first the very first time was so nerve-wracking <laughs> and it just felt like uh like to you know it takes a lot sometimes to leave um your normal life your day-to-day life your yeah. responsibilities and, and all that and be like 
okay, I'm just going to go do this. And it's literally just for you. But the amazing thing about it is that you can, I find you can progress, like you can sort of have this, um, it's almost like an accelerated kind of experience because you're immersed in something, you know, either it's like all day or, you know, whatever the, mm-hmm. the case may be, but you're kind of out of your normal environment and into this energy. So basically you go and you immerse yourself in this energy. And I think that there's, there's things that happen and I think it's amplified and it's actually accelerated when you, when you do choose to do those things. So it's, I think it's always, it's always worth it. And you're so right about the soul family thing. I find that some of the most amazing people that I've known and that I continue to connect with and, you know, have these friendships with, we've met at these types of things. And I I don't think there are any accidents when it comes to those people, you know, when you meet them. It's pretty amazing. No. And you know what, Melissa, if people don't already know this from a previous podcast, we met at a retreat and it was your retreat. Um, (laughs) That's right. Gosh, I think it was four years ago. And you put on an intuitive development retreat. It was a weekend. And I remember I looked at the poster a couple months before and I thought I had always been wanting to learn more about my intuition. Mm-hmm. And like I say, I laugh now because I could never have imagined how it would expand um, or even that I would be doing this today. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. And you and I um, have maintained this connection and um it's been really beautiful and just all of the people even some of the people at that retreat I still am connected with and um yeah it it creates a bond it definitely creates a a heightened um a heightened awareness and sort of a yeah accelerated energy and when you are it's I feel like it's best to go to retreats that really are at least a day um, or longer, because when you do take yourself out of that comfort zone, you have that opportunity to fully experience a transformation mm-hmm. um, and to to just let go and kind of surrender into the unknown. And I think that's really the essence of the heart's journey. it's It's embracing the unknown. And that's where all of the beauty and the wisdom and the insights come from when you're at those, those types of events. And so that's my privilege and honor to try and create that environment for people to do that. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that. And I think you're so right. It's, it's just, in so many ways, it's about that connection. And I think, every time it's so unique and different. You just don't know um, how things could even grow and expand. It's just a matter of showing up. So listening to that, listening to that voice, the intuitive voice that's nudging you, um, you know, this Mm -hmm. is somewhere you want to be here, you need to be. And then, um, yeah, allowing yourself to, to enjoy it and see, you know, see what develops. Yeah, for sure. And Oftentimes that nudge turns into other messages, you know, mm-hmm. um, as you begin to expand and awaken, you know, your own trusting your own inner wisdom. 
Definitely. And so tell us a bit more about the, um, uh, the, the heart math, like what, what that involves or what that's going to be like. Yeah. So, um, my leading with heart program is typically eight weeks of mentoring. Um, and I'm working on developing it so that the people, so it's for up to eight people for a small circle, and I'm working on developing it so that the circle can stay connected long term um, because studies have actually shown and HeartMath has is twofold. HeartMath is a business, but HeartMath is also a scientific research um, center. Mm-hmm. So they they have all of the research and studies to prove um, the magnificent power of the heart and intuition and all of these things. And so studies have actually shown, you know, long term connection at least six to eight weeks or longer really um, enhances your um, your potential to self-regulate long-term. So heart math is really learning about not just intuition, but tapping into the power of your heart is, is learning how to self-regulate in the moment. And by self-regulation, I mean, you know, we, we're always going to experience stress and anxiety and overwhelm and all kinds of challenging emotions at different times that really knock our um, nervous system out of balance. And sometimes it gets harder to, to get back to center, so to speak. So the tools that are taught through this program, um, it balances science with, you know, practicality and fun exercises to do together um, is learning how to shift in the moment. And when you begin to do that long-term, you create a greater energy potential. You create a different baseline operating state. So instead of being someone who's like myself, I was always anxious and struggled with anxiety and stress and overwhelm years and years ago. And these tools helped me learn how to balance that and catch myself in the moment, um, instead of relying on some sort of external. And so um, anyways, I'm trying to make this uh, program a little bit more fun and a little less sciencey because the jargon, the science jargon can often become a little too dense and a little bit overwhelming. Um, so yeah, so it's called leading with heart and by putting your best foot forward, you lead with the heart, you trust with your heart. Um, and I'm going to be announcing the details at the goddess retreat in a couple of weeks. So that program will be open in late spring. Um, I don't want to say program. It's actually a circle. I've changed it to call it, um, leading with heart circle. So so that's still a little bit in the works. I can't say too much, um, but I'll be your mentor, your guide, and we will go through all the deep stuff as well as the fun stuff and really just stay connected throughout our learning experience into self-regulation and developing intuition and um, all of the other good stuff like the the studies and the science this heart math has. So yeah, that's a little bit in a nutshell about that. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's intriguing because I think it's really cool to have the studies and the science um, available for people to yeah. see that, to understand it. And then, um, you know, the, the healing that comes from focusing on the heart, I think, is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think it is something that's lacking these days, I, I think that people have forgotten about that, you know, that their mm-hmm. heart, you know, that this is, this is something to really nurture. And, you know, that's where your healing is going to start. So I, I think there's a need for that. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I really feel like um, taking out the program part of it and like programming mm-hmm. And more of a circle and development um, experience, collective experience is what we really, that's kind of the energy I'm tuning into right now for what I feel people are needing. And I know for myself, I need that too, right? I don't want to just teach and talk to a bunch of people like I'm lecturing. I want to be in the experience with them because every time, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure you can resonate with this as a, as a mentor and teacher yourself is every time we mentor and teach, um, and share our gifts, we also grow. So the teacher is also the student at the same time. So I feel like that's, that's more of a collective experience. So yeah. And the science is really cool. You know, we have the inner balance training device, which is a Bluetooth device where you can see, your your heart coherence in in real time and people love that they sometimes they just need to see it and because we talk about energy but then you can't see it and then some people just may not be feeling it right so Mm -hmm. it's really cool to see on the technology in your hand um, what's happening in your body and you can see so quickly a thought that you might have can change yeah. your change your emotional state in your heart rhythms like right away so it's working yeah, yeah it's working to regulate that um, and it's really powerful so I'm really excited to do that that's also my passion between event planning producing and hosting you know this is where I get to really get playful and and really connect heart to heart with people and help empower themselves with these tools. And these are the exact tools that I learned on my journey when I was on my soul searching healing <laughs> journey. And that's why I'm passionate to to share them with people. Right. Mm-hmm. What was the what do you think was the most challenging part of that journey like the the soul searching and the healing oh gosh sometimes it's really hard to say it when you're it's like you've climbed that mountain and Mm -hmm. you look back and think wow (laughs) (laughs) um I think the hardest part I'm gonna say intuitively is probably learning that how to trust yeah Uh, my own heart and build that relationship with my higher self to trust because often we look to all these external things. Like I spent a lot of money going to a lot of big different retreats and doing different things to challenge myself to grow and 
get out of that comfort zone. And because for me, the, the, the option to stay where stuck where I was and sad wasn't an option anymore. I just did everything possible to go out of that and out of that comfort zone. And, but that wasn't the hardest part. The hardest part was actually learning to change the narrative, the story and rewrite the story. And in order to rewrite it and change it, you have to learn to trust yourself, trust your heart where it's leading you and guiding you. Listen to those intuitive nudges, take a chance, take a risk. And that probably that part probably took me a couple of years that that alone and now now that it, it's more of a natural part of my state of being it's more a natural part of I'm living as my higher self because I see myself now taking these risks um and I don't mean like super risky things you know what I mean like a calculated um, risk and knowing if I need to make an executive decision on something or if I'm tuning into whatever, I now trust that instead of second guessing everything along the entire way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 Something, something happens and you do start to trust. And it doesn't mean, I think sometimes people think that if you trust yourself, that it means you're trusting your intuition, that you're never going to go through any challenges. You oh, know? no. no. And I think it's, <laughs> they get bigger. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> but it is something of a a a reassurance to know that you can trust yourself to you know that you're going to be led where you need to to go and you can also trust your own free will choices as well you know so that we do have um we do have that free will and we do have the power Mm -hmm. uh, like you said change the narrative so I think you know once you do that you can kind of look at things and say, okay, I know that no matter what I encounter, I'm going to be okay. And also that I will thrive, you know, because if it's, you know, it's, it's that sense that you can trust yourself, that you can, you can push through and also that you can, you can experience life like all the facets of life, every, every aspect. So the beautiful and the amazing, and also sometimes the difficult and the challenging. Yeah. And it's embracing all of it, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, it's really learning to trust is really your greatest empowerment tool that you could ever give yourself. And I think what stops people most of the time, and I know from my own experience and, it continues as you face challenges, you're always going to have to come up against your own fear. And in order to harness your own empowerment, um, which is kind of like, you know, in a video game, they get the amulet. If you want to get your own amulet, if you want, if you want your own power, you have to come up against your own fears when these challenges present themselves. And I think that's really that is really the journey. I don't think it has anything to do with anyone else's journey. It's your journey. And you're the only one who can make that choice. And um, you'll know, you know, you'll just know um, what's the right thing to do and, and, uh, or what the right choice to make is, whether it's to go to that retreat, you know, or book that trip or, um, 
you know, take that course and, and learn to tap into your own abilities. Um, so yeah, I think in essence, it really just stems down to being able to trust means being able to overcome some of your fear. Yeah. It's facing, I think it's facing those. Yes. Yeah. Facing those fears and really, um, making a choice, you know, uh, that how you're gonna, how you're gonna go forward. And I think that that's with the, the helping people to nurture their intuition and to really focus on it. I love that because then it gives people the tools to then make their own choices. And I think like looking at it differently, because sometimes people do, of course, they, they come for readings because they would like some insight and they would like to be, um, you know, finding out information that's going to be helpful to them. And of course that's important. And sometimes I find it's a catalyst, you know, so it's like you go, you might, you know, receive this reading and it gives you um, a starting point an inspiration, a place where you can kind of receive some, receive some healing. But then the reason I feel like such a shift and I want to really focus on, on showing others is because at the end of the day, you're not going to spend the rest of your life, you know, like always dependent upon or going for a reading. Like it's, it's amazing to give people the tools so that they can actually foster that relationship with their own intuition. And I think that that's, that's so empowering. So I'm always careful. I don't want people to think that like, Oh, it's not a good thing to have a reading. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's many times very much a, a life-changing experience. But just I think that what I'm noticing is that people now are becoming more um, awakened. Like people are, are starting to come back to their own, you know, power, their souls. And so the next step, I think, for many, many people is really learning about how, how their intuition works for them and also their own connection with the spirit world and their own people. I think that's, that's the next step for sure. Yeah. And you know, Melissa, I wouldn't actually be sitting here with you today. Um, if I hadn't, um, you know, taken that initial step to go to your retreat four years ago, and then I had a reading with you that actually kind of changed the course of, or gave me like a very big sign um, that sparked my journey. And I literally just followed the signs, literally. <laughs> I yeah. kind of look back and laugh and I followed those signs. And there's so much power in that. And, um, you know, it, so my, like, and then, and then, of course, I also took your psychic development course as well. And I think that's what it was called. I'm sorry if I got the name wrong. Um, so, I mean, depending where you are in your journey, just, yeah, trust that. Because it can be so much more beautiful and bigger than you could ever imagine. And I hope that people can allow their journey to be more amazing and abundant than they could imagine and to do it together with grace and ease. You know, it doesn't have to be a giant struggle either. 
So make the choice and, and do what's right for you. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of going off on a little trail there, no. but, <laughs> but I wouldn't be uh, here if I didn't take your courses. I always find that funny how things come, do come full, full circle for you. So definitely. And also, yeah, that was perfect timing. That was so divinely orchestrated the way that you had booked it. And then it turned out that that was a really pivotal time for you to, to come yeah. to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I had just broken up with my partner the day before, actually that morning. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, and I had also booked the trip to the Bahamas. Um, that, that was that weekend. So, um, yeah, you know what? I, I thank my past self and I thank my future self for helping guide me. And here we are and let's lead with heart and empower ourselves. So, um, I look forward to seeing you, Melissa, at the goddess retreat on March 6th. Yeah, I can't wait. And also, so just, um, let's just share, we've got a few other practitioners coming. So let okay. people know the others. Yeah. So the goddess retreat is March 6th in White Rock and it's at the Ocean Promenade Hotel, which we had the heart healing retreat at. So people might remember that. Mm-hmm. So this retreat is featuring my wonderful aunt, Carol, from Calgary. She's flying in to teach accessible chair yoga. Now, I love her style of yoga teaching because you don't need to be able to do Instagram yoga. It's for right. any body type it's gentle movement. We're going to be on the chairs. So you don't need a mat to stretch out. Um, and it's really designed to just gently open the energy in our body and move it and maybe release some stagnant energy um, and release some blockages. So then we can empower ourselves to be open to receive new energy with um, momentum feng shui's Mina Jagpal Pear. She is an amazing classical feng shui consultant. And I just finished hosting her vision board retreat on Sunday, which was amazing. And so she's going to do a workshop for two hours on opening yourself to self-love energy and enhancing that in your life. And she's going to have crystals with her and talk about that. And as well as um, then there's going to be you, Melissa, to help Mm -hmm. People tap into uh, their divine nature and creative abilities through intuition, like you were talking about, and uh, and really learn to deepen in and trust that. Um, I also have a very special guest. Her name is Cheryl Redfern, and she's going to be giving a traditional land blessing in the morning before we begin um, to honor the indigenous nations and she will be leading us at the end to deepen into our hearts with a traditional cacao ceremony. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe she sources the cacao from Guatemala. So it's pure. And we're going to um, participate in that and then do a little bit of heart opening movement with her through some Qigong movements. And then we're going to lay down for an amazing sound bath meditative journey with her so it's a very full day um 
you can start, the doors are open at 8 a.m. We start at 8.45, 8.30, And it is catered. So there'll be coffee and muffins and refreshments as well as a full lunch. And then we end at 5 p.m. So it's really a day to deeply immerse yourself and come nourish your heart, mind, and body together, um, or mind, body, soul, because I've developed it so that we do a little physical movement. We do some energetic movement, some intuitive development, some, you know, we're going to integrate with sound bathing. That's why I like to do the sound bath at the end because you're going to integrate all of the knowledge and the wisdom. And that's sometimes when the insights come is when you're laying down and you're just kind of going into trance. So it's very healing. It's restorative and it's going to be awesome. I have a few fun things planned. So I hope to see, see uh, some, some of your guests there. I know there might be some people, you know, some people you don't know, but I'm excited to have you and host you again as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So I I think that's an amazing gift that somebody could give to themselves um, yeah. to just go and do that. I mean, and that is that is a an amazing value for somebody to experience all of those different types of um, energies. And I I think it's it's going to be fabulous. So yeah. I'm I'm grateful that we got to have a chat and just catch up and uh, let people know where they can they can find you yeah so I have two websites so my main website is honeyheart.ca and that's just more about my heart math coaching and also my nonprofit, which is called project angel where I sponsor a collective memorial beehive and honor people's loved ones who have passed. Um, so you can go and check that stuff out on honeyheart.ca. And then for the retreats, there is a link on on the Honeyheart website to the retreats. But that website is theheartsjourney.ca. And there you'll find out a little bit more about my other services if you need a host for your events. Or about my events, which are under the tab called retreats um and the link to the goddess retreat is there and there is only a few seats left so if you wanted to take a look and see if that resonates for you that's how you'll find it so honey or theheartsjourney.ca is where the retreats are listed in, in there so Yeah, thank you so much, Melissa. It's been such a beautiful blessing to connect with you again. And thank you for sharing your um, podcast with me. Yeah, no, thank you. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, leave everybody with that. Um, But um, wishing everyone a beautiful day, evening, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, whenever. And take good care. And we'll talk soon.